Welcome in to the Get Your Happy On Hour, featuring former Husker receiver Ricky Simmons on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What? Man, look at him. This to get you happy on hour on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm your host, Ricky C. Simmons. I got my boy back in here with me, man. Carter been gone. I almost I thought I was gonna put an APB out on him because he has just disappeared, man. But I got a text today. He told me he was back in the studio, so I'm excited to have you back, Carter. How's everything going, man? It's good to be back. Yeah, I had a nice little break, went home for a little bit, but yeah. uh I was excited to be back in the in studio. So 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 wh- where'd you go, man? Because you disappeared on me for a little while. Yeah, so I uh I live in North Dakota, that's where I'm from originally. And okay. So I just uh, all the athlete shows had time off for the Christmas break. Yeah. Um, so I just you know asked Mark and DP if it was all right if I headed out for a little bit too, just to go home see some family stuff like that. So okay, everything good. Yeah, everything's going good. Yep. I had a went skiing there over break as well, so that was, that was a good time. Yeah. So yeah. Well, hey, look here, man. Well. I'm happy that you're back. Now you say you might be going again one more time on me. One more time, yeah. Maybe next weekend I might have to might have to head out one more time. But uh, then I'm just gonna be gone for that weekend, and then I'll be back for good. Okay, and, man. Because I'm gonna so. hold you to that. See, and I, you don't said it on air, so I got witnesses, man. You can't be disappearing on. Me. All right, I won't. <laughs> well, welcome everybody, man. I just want y'all to know that. Uh, this has been a great weekend for me, and I would like to take a few minutes to to show or at least tell you about it. Uh, yesterday was a very, very, very interesting day. We had a Husker event at 88 Tactical up in Omaha, uh, and quite a few well-known former Huskers and actually Coach Osborne as well showed up you know, for the event, and we we had Johnny Rogers there. We had Mike Rozier was there. We had Odious Lee. Man, we had we had Eric Crouch showed up. I mean, we had a lot of people there, man, and it was very, very. Uh, it was a very good time. And then we watched the documentary. My uh, documentary that we we did a private screening. The name of my documentary looked like somebody, man, and. It went over really well. People really received it. So that was interesting, and I, I really had a good time. And when we left there, then we came back to Lincoln, and they had the Remington Award. And, man, a lot of people there, you know. And, you know, it really kind of put stuff in perspective for me, too, because I was like at that Remington Award. I was looking around, man. I'm like, man, this is – man, life is precious, mm-hmm. you know. And, and some people that were there last year didn't – are not here this year. So it really kind of put things in perspective. But I had a really, really good time over the weekend. So got to spend a lot of time with one of my closest friends from my playing days is Mr. Mike Rozier. That dude there is very entertaining. He's never dull when you're with him. So um, then we actually met this morning for breakfast. And he had to catch a flight back out, I think, about 155 today. So it was really cool, man. I had a good time. You know, I do want to talk before we uh, – we have a guest tonight, actually, too. But uh, before we bring him in, I'd like to talk a little bit about uh, being grateful. You know, a lot of us, and I include myself in this as well, sometimes we take things for granted. And I don't think taking things for granted is very smart. Um, be be appreciative of what you have versus complaining about what you don't have. 
I think that's a big deal for a lot of people in society today. We all got a list that's a mile long of what we wish we had or what we think we need in order to be happy. I, on the other hand, I have things I would love to have, but I spend a lot more time focusing on the things that I do have and being thankful for those. I think that's very important, and I'd like for everybody to just think about it. You don't have to agree with it. Just think about it. I think it's very important. But having fun, that's kind of the name of this show, Get Your Happy On Hour. I mean, that's basically what I'm I'm all about. I mean, I I love to focus on happiness and positive. I, to me, that does it for me, Carter. You know what I mean? Yep. I just think that that's important. Uh, a lot of people, you know, they, they argue that and they challenge that. And they're like, well, how can every day be another day in paradise? Well, it's between my ears. I'm not saying everything is perfect. I'm just appreciative and I'm grateful. And the humility in my life now makes me appreciate. But then, too, I think it's easier for me to be appreciative than most people because I can always look back at where I've been. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, some people, you know, they haven't had some of the trials and tribulations that I've had to endure. And those things have made me stronger as a person and it's made me more humble and made me more appreciative. But, you know, I was just thinking, man, when you was telling me about your traveling, you know, I just want you to understand something. This 93.7, the ticket family, we, we're we a very unique group. Mm-hmm. And I and I just want you to know, with all your traveling, man, just be safe. Oh, yeah, always. I mean, you youngsters, I done seen y'all in action. Y'all, y'all are very good at multitasking. Just be careful, man. That's oh, yeah. all. Just want the best for you. That's all. There's nothing. Not trying to tell you how to live. Just want you to be safe and want you to be able to make it back to the show. And, and let's keep doing what we do. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Well, let me ask you this. Do I have a, a guest somewhere out there? I think you do, yeah. Do you want to bring him in? Yeah, let me bring in my guest, man. All right, he is ready to go. Is that Mr. Johnson? What's going on, big guy? Hey, Chris, man, thank you so much. Welcome to the show, man. Hey, listen, let me tell y'all something about this man before I give him an opportunity to tell you himself. This man right here is one of the most patient men I've ever met because and I'm gonna tell you. Let me explain myself first. <laughs> he can, he 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 gonna tell you the truth. He Chris is him and Michael Hunter are very very instrumental in me having two books out right now. And these books are like available wherever you wherever you can buy books, Amazon, whatever, uh, Barnes and Noble. But the process of writing a book is not my skill set. But this man, he made it easy for me, and that's saying something because I'm not the very, I'm not the easiest person to deal with, and I mean it was you know it's a lot of back and forth, and Chris, you're in California, right? Man, I tried to get home, but it's raining, it's flooding everywhere, so I had to pull over so I could do the interview. It's raining like cats and dogs out here. Oh really? Where are yeah, you? It's bad. It's bad. I'm in L.A. Oh, you in L.A. right now? Yeah. Well, I'm Chris, in North Hollywood right now trying to head home, but I just had to pull over. The traffic is like bumper to bumper. Wow. Well, hey, man, I'm sorry to stop you in the traffic like that, but nah, thank this you. this is better. This is better. You know, you, you come first. I don't mind talking to you. Well, I appreciate you, man. But, um, Chris, where'd you grow up, man? I'm from Kansas City, Missouri, born and raised. 
Oh, you so you okay? And and you grew up there, and then wait, went off to college. Well, I ran a um, I I was a track runner actually. I like to say star, but I have to check myself because I was a star. <laughs> runner, I like to say I was a track star. Uh, go we're gonna say you're a track star, Chris. Yeah, I did. I did. So I went to Lincoln University, HBCU okay. in Missouri. Uh, after Missouri, I tried to you know go after those track dreams of making it to the Olympics. So I moved to Miami uh, to, uh, train year round and get ready for the Olympic trials. And then I ended up moving to LA, uh, to train and get closer to the, uh, and be closer to the Olympic trials. And unfortunately I blew my knee out with an attempt for, uh, at the NFL. So, uh, that ruined the career. And I ended up going back to school and picking up the gift that I always had. I was a published author at 18. Wow. So I picked up that gift and just started writing again. So, so when you finished school, is that what you finished school uh, for? To no, I actually was in school for broadcasting journalism, but on the marketing side. Uh, I like to get into psychology, which is what my PhD is in, but I like to get into psychology of the buyer and understand why people buy things and how to advertise and stuff like that. So that was my undergrad. And then I went back to school for my master's and then my uh, eventually my PhD in neuroscience to understand human interaction. Dude, you know what? <laughs> Hats off to you for doing that because that's I, why I was able to write a book with you. Yeah, I man, I knew it was something special about you. I just didn't know what it was, but I was like, this dude is real patient because yeah. I know I'm like, nah, Chris, I don't understand that, man. Let's let's do this, and you would say, okay, you know, even if yep. I was wrong, you would like, okay, and then you would mm -hmm. you would walk me through it to where yep. I I understand it, man. That that's an impressive skill set because everybody can't do that, especially in today's society. Well, well, man, I like to I like to uh, look at it this way. I have no ego. Okay. Now, mind you, on a track, on a track, oh, I got an ego. On a golf course, I got an ego. <laughs> but, but when you have a gift, you can't have an ego with your gift. I got it's you. It's a gift. Right. And my gift, I can, you already know me. I can turn twenty pages of notes into a two hundred and seventy page book in seventy two hours with one nap. Yeah. That's just a gift, you know. Yeah. And so I can't have an ego with my gift. Secondly, there's so many people that have great stories that can change some other people's lives, but they don't have the know-how or they get stagnant not knowing where to start. So that's where my company comes into play because, I mean, like even when your first book came out, man, the joy you had on your face and the video you made thanking me, my mother plays that video like once a month at least. <laughs> so it's like, dude, like that moment is why I do what I do. To see the joy on people's faces when they see their story in the in the hands and it's in a book yeah like that just means so much to me to see that joy and so that's why i do it and that's why it's easy to deal with people because at the end of the day it's their story it's not my way it's your way but it's also the way of the story and i just want to get the story out to people that need to be helped well i'll say this chris man i i mean you 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 basically you got me with two books i mean you know we got one more waiting you know we got one I, more week. You know what? I kind of had a... I got I, the file. I got the file. I, You know what? I know that that's true because you told me that. It's on me. I can't even say... I can't deny it because you did present it to me. I've just been so busy doing these other things that I haven't even looked at it. But we will definitely visit that at some point. I promise you. All I got to say, man, is your journey has so much meat on the bone. Like, dude, the documentary is beautiful that I watch, but also the books, man, you got so much meat on the bone left of your story that it's just amazing. Like, even when I pick up your book, just, you know, reminiscing, 
uh, it's like so much more there, like, because you've been through so much and look at you every day doing something positive. Like, come on, man. Like, it's so much there that, dude, you, you could probably could write 10 books. I got one <laughs> more in before you, but you probably could write 10. Well, you got so much good information, man. Well, see, you know, and, and Chris, this was, that was a hard part for me, which I got to thank you yeah. for helping me understand that because I guess I look at it from such a different perspective. I, I always think like, right. well, you know, yes, my story, and it's a good story. But, dude, when you, like you said, when you've got as much as I've got and been mm-hmm. through as much as I've been through, it's almost like nobody wants to, you know, hear all of that, you know. And that was the, that's what I was struggling with. Right, right. You know, right. I just, but now you, you do know people want to hear it, though, now. You know that. Well, I'm starting to feel it a lot more now because I've heard, I've had people ask me, hey, man, you going to do another book? I'm like, Man, yeah, yeah. At some point, I'm trying to tell you, yeah. But but like I say, that's something you and I are going to have to sit down and talk about it at some point. I I won't forget, Chris. I promise you. Hey, hey, you know I stay loaded. Whenever you're ready, <laughs> okay. You ready. It's so, just the fact that I mean I just love watching your videos. Like my thing is this knowing knowing you intimately, like I do, and looking at some of the dark corners you've been around. The fact that you still can smile every day. Bro, that's a story in itself. You know, like, come on, man. Like, it, dude, that's it's amazing, funny that bro. you say that because a lot of people are like, man, just like I said earlier, man, how can every day be another day in paradise? And I'd be like, dude, this is this is me. I'm not amazing. saying, that, you know, <laughs> I'm not saying my life is perfect. I'm just right. saying this is when I look at where I've been and I look at right. where I'm at, I can find joy in that. Amen. Yeah. I agree, man. So, you know, that's just. I don't know, man. That's that's just who I am, and you know, I I will say this though. I had a at this event that we were at yesterday at 88 Tactical, where we showed the documentary to a group of people. Uh, I got real emotional, dude, and it was my story. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know everything about my story, and, and I still yeah. got emotional. I could not believe, it. and I was a little embarrassed because you know I want to play this this tough guy deal, you right. know what I mean? But, man, I mean, I I was tearing up, dude, looking at my hey, own Ricky. story. Ricky, those of us that know you, you ain't nothing but full of love and happiness, man. That tough <laughs> exterior don't do nothing to us. <laughs> you ain't nothing but love and happiness. Man. <laughs> with you. But, no, you, yeah, you deserve to get your flowers, though, man. Like, think about that journey when I met you to write your book to where we are now. Yeah. Dude, you have really really tried your hardest to get your story out in every form and look at you man we like we at the finish line looking back at the race we done ran and i love it i love it man well man i i, I can't thank you enough for everything no doubt, man yeah i mean and and to be honest with you chris i want you to stay with us for a little bit I, since you're stuck in the rain you don't do you mind staying with us for a little bit man <laughs> yeah i got nowhere to go man <laughs> <laughs> well yeah well chris tell us tell us uh some of the stuff you've done you know, just share with the people what you've done. Right? I mean, because you've done a lot too. You know, it's not. Yeah. I mean, you just you just blessed me, but I'd like to know myself some of the, the accomplishments you've had. Yeah, man. Um, well, I I was a humble a humble athlete back in the day, and my mom just had me in all kind of stuff. So fortunately, I spent some time with the Kansas City Star and was selected as a writer out of like fifty young writers. Mm-hmm. And my first article was Kwanzaa. Uh, in December 2000, I mean, December 1995. 
So I was a published author in 1995, man. And uh, it was all glory to God, man, because I didn't know the path he was setting out for me. You know, I was trying to be an athlete. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm 6'3", 6'4", 200 pounds. So, you know, guys like us, we bred to be athletes and they don't see you doing nothing else. But I always had a knack for science. Like I won a couple of science fairs, you know, in seventh grade when, we, when most people are doing a science project about lava and using sodium and stuff to make lava come out of a paper mache volcano. I actually created my own filter wow. uh, to blow clean smoke. I mean, to blow smoke and make it clean air. So I did that in seventh grade. So like I always was uh, on the intelligence side, but I just focused on athletics. I finished high school a year early, uh, but didn't really jump into that. I just wanted to play sports. But after sports ran its course, man, I just I just got got a hold of this academic bug, man, and just went all the way in, man, to get a double doctorate and just try to understand every part of how I can get the best out of my life. Because I knew I was called for something. I was trained to be an athlete, but when I blew my knee out, I really went into a depression. Like, what is what? What am I supposed to do? All this time, I thought I was supposed to be an athlete. And when you actually find your purpose, it's one of the best days on this earth. So, so, uh, so say this again. I, I was listening to you, but tell me exactly how much education do you really have at this point? I have a I have a doctorate in theology and a doctorate in, uh, doctorate in neuroscience with human in, uh, human interaction as a focus. Wow, dude. Yeah, and I own my own science. Actually, it's going to be coming out hopefully here in the next couple of years. I created a science on neurological love. The scientific uh, term and also the thesis was what happens when humans interact and produce the love effect in the brain. So, I mean, this textbook that I wrote, I think I showed you the textbook. Wow, yeah, remember, but that, that one that looked like a, a, yeah, a dictionary. Pages. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw yeah. That's, wow. that's my first textbook. Yeah, man, it's wow. 700 pages. Yeah, so I'm hoping that we get that. Uh, I don't want to say I hope. I know I'm going to win the Nobel for it. But I also can't wait to get into universities and to be a prerequisite for family studies. So yeah, mm-hmm. man, I've been I've been a writer for you know twenty plus dec I mean two plus decades and just out here trying to make the world a better place, man. And I love writing. It's easy to find a story. So um, that's what I've been doing, man. I've written fifty books, twenty five of my own and twenty five for others. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a publishing company called CBJ Publishing that you're a part of, where I help uh, busy people like yourself or busy executives write books that don't have the time to write them. Mm-hmm. So living in L.A., being in the writer's network out here, uh, I realized that everybody out here trying to write a story, normally they're trying to take it to film or trying to, you know, monetize it. But there's so many people that have stories in the Midwest, Southeast region, Northeast region, and they don't have access to Hollywood yet. They have Hollywood stories. Wow. So that's why I love reaching back and helping people write their stories. And hopefully one day it can be submitted for a documentary or a film like yours. Well, you know what? I have no doubt that that's going to happen for you, man, because you're a very sharp guy. And like I say, I appreciate. I think, I think the thing that I, I'm most impressed with is, is your patience. You know, yeah. patience is, I, man, that's, that's, I mean, they say it's a virtue. I agree with is. that because if you don't have it, you, the communication is completely gone. Well, you know what I also see, man, is when it comes to patience, is I also see the fact that when it comes to, understanding somebody it's understanding their frustration okay because normally when somebody's frustrated and it, it, it normally has nothing to do with the people involved it has to do with something internally so something that i get a joy out of is helping people see why they're frustrated where's the frustration at? how can we fix it 
And so, like, you, you already know. Some of the chapters I wrote, I sent them to you. like, nah, that ain't what I'm trying to say. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. I'll go back and rewrite it. Yeah, I'll go back. But at the end of the day, the point is seeing where you were frustrated to where it made you say, oh, that ain't what I want to say. But then finding, I guess I can say, the feeling of hearing you say, that's exactly what I wanted to say, yeah. that joy trumps anything else. So that's why patience is just easy for me, man. Because, you know, it's just helping somebody realize that they got something good and we're going to get to the finish line regardless of how we get there. Well, look here, Chris. Don't go nowhere, man. We're going to take a okay. quick break. This is your host, Ricky C. Simmons on 93.7 The Ticket to get your happy on hour. Y'all stay with me. We'll be right back.